This is Our Point with Zach and Carmen. Good morning. Good morning. What a week already it's been. I feel like there's so many things going on. Yeah, I there's no not things? that many there's not that many things going on over here. <laughs> oh my god, everything is so busy. I am jealous of all the people that are going on spring break. Oh, same. Same. I want I want to go to the beach. Um How are you you're supposed to find us a beach trip. How's that going? Well, I mean, not well. Yeah, no. Not, partic- <laughs> not particularly well. But that's fine. That's fine. How was your how was your holiday? Oh, it was fantastic. Just have all the fun. Yes. We went to dinner at a little restaurant in Gary. Went to the Gary liquor store. Mom won some meat on a meat raffle. I gave so much of my money to the Gary volunteer fire department. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What a what a good person you are. I think so. I think I think so too. Yeah, and the weather was so gorgeous. The weather was gorgeous this year. I have like a bone to pick because this year is the first year that the Easter Bunny didn't visit. Mm. Um, and I'm kind of mad that I didn't get like spaghettios, which which is what I normally get. The uh, what now? The Easter Bunny brings you spaghettios. Yeah, in my Easter basket. Hmm. And I, I got no Easter one. basket, nothing in it. And like Santa still comes and stuff, but my Easter bunnies were feeling a little lazy this year. Mm. And I just, I don't think it's, it's acceptable. I've seen a lot of adults be super bummed about the lack of Easter baskets. We, but this I is did the get... first year I made it 31 years and that was yeah. 30 years and that was always a thing. So why this year it decided to end? I have no idea. It's a bummer. It really is. My family really, we, we did extra baskets this year because grandma gave one, which she normally doesn't. Our, our mom gave us one. And then I chipped into Sarah and Brian's and the girls and grandma's for that matter. So, so yeah, we were, we just had a little mini Christmas is what we had. And it was no, fantastic. That's... That's what I that's what I like usually. Yeah. So I'm still not quite over. I think that's why I'm in a sour mood. Mm. It's lack of lack of Easter basket. It's yeah. A bummer. I know. It's a bummer. And I know. And then Carmen brags about her Easter basket. And I'm like, mm. I did get a I did get some good good stuff. Yeah, I didn't get nothing. I got negative things. And then there was an Easter egg hunt, oh, and gosh. I found a can of Bud Light in the bush. So I I was a winner all day long. I'm sure it was super hidden that can in the bush. Well, the, the bush wasn't like <clears throat> budding yet, so it was slightly easier to find the metallic. Find the blue can. Blue can, yeah. Yeah. Well, your parents yeah. are more festive. Well, it's probably because you guys have children. So somebody needs to like push out children in my family. So then we're all obligated to always have Easter baskets. Mm. That's well, that's I think that's why we like the adult baskets persisted for so long was because Gil didn't have any totally kids to buy for. So she was uh, my friend Andrea and Cam there. She said her mom was going pretty crazy with 
uh, adult egg hunt and prizes and baskets. And she's like, she needs some grandkids. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's how far her. are you looking around, Andrea? <laughs> yeah, that's that's on you, Andrea. Um, that's, that's that's the really thing. Funny. There's only two kids. Somebody's got to pick up the. Yes, up well, the then one of them's gay. So, um, Andrea, all on you. Just saying it would it would be easier. Also, she has the uterus. So right. also like a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, a lot mm-hmm. of pressure. Uh, that's funny. Do you know who else is is facing some pressure? Well, wait, wait, wait. We should all take a moment to notice that I witnessed Carmen drink water this morning. When's the last time you had water, Karma? Carmen? Karma. Here's yesterday's empty bottle sitting at my desk. You're really hydrating. Desk is disgusting. Why are we drinking bottled water when you're in your house? You know, yes, you know that I don't care for the bottled water, but I only had so many hands this morning and I only wanted to take one trip. So in order to get the bottled water, the coffee and the laptop all in one trip, I had to put the water in my pocket, which would not have worked if I'd had a regular glass of water. Okay. Why do you have bottled water? I like it just in case maybe you're like headed out the door oh. and you, you need some water. So we don't. So I have some right by the door, but it is generally not for everyday use. Okay. All right. This is a new thing. I've, this yeah. must be what happened when you hit 40, you got responsible and put bottled water by the door just in case you get parched. I'm so responsible and boring. I just am not quite sure how to, how to deal with that. I just finished a memoir. Uh, I think her name is Pamela something. Yep, sounds right up on the boring boring train. Uh, a, a it's called There Are No Grownups, <laughs> and it's uh, it's like her reconciliation with turning forty, and she was like, "Shit, I'm I'm the grown up. Like mm. I, people yes. my age are in charge of things." And yes, it's true. Do you want to? I'm I'm nervous today because <laughs> I you're a little all over the place today. Well, somebody has to carry the podcast. Nobody, you're not, you're not helping drive. So I, I have to just let all my things out. All right, go ahead. I get my second COVID shot today. <gasps> yay. No, yay. Every single yay. person my age that has gotten the second COVID shot has effectively been like down on the ground for two days. <laughs> you got the Moderna one. No, I have Pfizer. You have Pfizer. Yes. And everybody that I know that's in their thirties or low thirties. Um, has <laughs> has been like sick, and I'm just nervous that I'm going to be like lying in the fetal fetal position in bed. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you because I I was fine, but I am not in my low thirties. So no, you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know what to tell you, but I think you're probably going to be fine. I know. I had a big work meeting, and my um vaccine appointment is in the middle of it mm. um and i make the air that my personal calendar and my work calendar are not this are not the same calendar i do that i do that too mainly because obviously i use gmail for personal stuff and then my work is outlook and so everything gets scheduled all the work stuff gets to my outlook calendar um so i don't really notice what overlaps until i like hit the button on my phone and then I see that stuff is overlapped and I'm like, Oh no. And then I was like, well, sorry, meeting and work. 
I yeah, am no. going for my second vaccine. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, we understand. Don't show up. And it's like, okay, thank you. I'm thank kind you. of important to this meeting, but <laughs> thank you for letting me get out of it. I so, guess we'll deal with that later. Yeah. And it's not like I can really take my computer and do it from the parking lot. So anyways, I um, well, that's exciting. I think you're going to be fine. Let's just hydrate. That's what we're going to do. We're going to hydrate. Is that going to work? That's what the lady at my spot said that it made a difference, but okay. can't hurt. Can't I'm hurt. Gonna start, I'm going to start taking like drugs. I don't, you should look it up. I don't know if you're supposed to take the drugs beforehand. Um, Is it not going to work or something? I have no idea. I think it's Doesn't all. Doesn't Bill Gates's micro trip work if I take ibuprofen before it's I put bullshit. it in? I have no idea. They were talking about it. I took my grandmother to the airport this morning and they, the radio DJ, Dave Ryan, was basically poking fun at the, you know, basically saying that he wasn't going to get the vaccine because there's microchips or that they got microchipped or whatever. Like clearly satire, right. not being yes. serious. And, and there yet. was like, well, <laughs> I, I feel like there's too many people that are too dumb to realize that he's joking and yes. talking about the fact that there's Bill Gates is putting microchips into the vaccine because people are idiots but i mean don't we feel like it's more likely to be i don't know why it was um well like why is bill gates involved in this all that's what i was gonna say it seems more like tim cook or jeff bezos isn't bill gates like focused on like africa or something like what yeah i just don't i don't feel like it's now melinda Um, gates that bitch chill if you're looking for a good book her book was great her book is great. And her interview with David Letterman on the, yes, um, on the thing. next up, whatever the hell that is. Maybe some people who should read her Entertainment, book, book recommendations, Gosh, drug no. recommendations. Our point has it all. <laughs> weather. Right. I'm pretty sure we talked about the weather. We're on fire. Have you? Um, You're on fire. Have you been paying attention to what's happening over there in Georgia? Your beloved Georgia? I do. I am. Uh, and baseball. I really should be doing the story on major league baseball in georgia but the, the, too many things going on my my sports reporting will have to wait yeah yes, so for on. all those georgia. people that don't understand there of course was uh just jim crow era voting rights restrictions that were put into place by georgia signed by their governor as a result which carmen hinted to the m the mlb all-star game um has Decided to leave Atlanta. We have no idea where it's going to be now in July, but well, I think I course don't care. Course field is that a field? What is cores a field? Yeah, in Denver. Yeah, I think that's where they're going. That's where they're going. All right. Well, good for them. It's it's been interesting to watch, as you know, like Stacey Abrams and other people are like, it's a really tight, it's a really hard line to walk for these Democrats to figure out what to do when we pressure these organizations to say something or leave, right? Like the MLB did, you know, there's a lot of calls on, Hey Delta, should you stay in Georgia? Do you support this? And it's like, mm. so anyways, it's been interesting to watch Stacey Abrams and um, Keisha, Keisha Lance, Lance Bottom Bottoms was on. Yeah. Was try on and like CBS navigate. Of course they're against they they were pro boycott then like against or then they were also like corporations please step up and say something and do something but then all of a sudden the all-star game and these other corporations are leaving and now atlanta is gonna like 
face a hundred million dollar shortfall fall from not having the revenue from the MLB game. And then they're like, but please don't take your money away from us. It's been really, it's, I mean, that's, that's the political suicide line that they're walking because the reality is, is their pushes for what is right also affects. It's very expensive. Yes. So that's been interesting, but there was an article in the Huffington post that I enjoyed um, really, it was in the AP, but it was corporations gave $50 million to voter suppression backers um, by Brian Sodosko. I have no idea how, if I what I just butchered that name, but they were talking about the fact that the reality is, of, of course, um, when you get to the president level and some big Senate races and governor's races, corporations giving the max, the $5,000 max doesn't really make a huge dent in in the in their filing reports or how much money they raise but when you drill down and you look at these state legislative races you know getting a five thousand dollar check is a huge sum of money to these local races sure i mean if your whole budget is fourteen thousand twenty thousand that's a big deal yes it, it can add up and so of course um some very smart people went through and looked at the finance reporting and found that in general, corporations gave um, $50 million to a wide swath of these legislators that are pushing these voter restriction bills. And the moral of the story is that these corporations, if they're going, if they don't want this crazy stuff to happen, they need to stop giving money to the crazy people. So you can't Mm -hmm. come out and say, we don't like this law and we're against it when you completely when you pay for it. <laughs> they're, they're paying for all of this. So they went through and saw that, you know, the, the largest giant uh, of donating to these people that are supporting um, all of these crazy bills was AT&T. All their big ones were Comcast and Philip Morris, um, which you don't hear about Philip Morris very much anymore. It's true, but they still have a shit ton of money. They still have a shit ton of money. Mm-hmm. United Health. Walmart, Verizon, General Motors, Pfizer. Hmm. Pfizer, damn uh, it! And they all give to Republicans, and a lot of that was, you know, based on "quote unquote" business tax policy. Is their their disguise for giving to evil people all of the time? Um, but I, I think it was interesting that they just kind of called it out, and it, it goes into more depth about talking about um, obviously the implications for for delta and coca-cola who's also in atlanta who has given a bunch of money to these crazy um state legislators that dominate the state houses in these conservative states um and that that, yeah you can't have it both ways you basically need to stop financially supporting these crazy people and they will stop getting elected because like like we mentioned five thousand dollars to a state legislative race is a game changer and um, they're they're still backing these people. So well, or you have to be you have to drill down and be a lot more specific. You can't just give fifty thousand dollars to the Georgia Republican Party, right? Yeah. Like you have to go through and pick out your legislators, like Park Cannon, Rep. Can- yeah. is, um, who is. Uh, there's a video of her being arrested at the top of this article. Well, it was interesting. It continues to drill down as that. Um, companies donated at least $50 million to the lawmakers supporting the restrictions. 
At least 81 Fortune 100 companies gave a combined total of 7.7 million to these supporters. Nearly half of all Fortune 500 companies donated donated a total of $12 million to these supporters. Um, about three quarters of the companies that changed their don- uh, changed their donation policies after the U.S. Capitol um, attacked, because this that was another instance mm-hmm. where we called upon corporate America, like. Um, why are you donating to these people that support storming the Capitol? So that's another. Well, and I think the problem for corporations is that the same legislators who are taking away your voting rights are also the ones trying to keep your corporate taxes low, your corporate tax loopholes and to protect you from shipping your money overseas. So they want them in some cases and now are claiming they don't want them in others. Yeah. Um, Must be tricky. If corporations get to have free speech like people, if corporations are people, then time to face the consequences. Welcome to welcome to adulthood, Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> Navigate that. And it's interesting because right there in a more global economy with social media and everything, and millennials in particular, we're demanding that our organization, we have ethical companies, right? And a lot of that focuses on social issues and giving back and all that stuff. So now they're caught in this 22, like, yes, they need the good. They want the good tax breaks. Delta wants the good tax breaks. They're $50 million in tax breaks to have their headquarters there um, as they chose not to keep it in Minnesota when they merged with Northwest. But on the flip side, (laughs) then they're facing global outrage for living in a place and not speaking up when, you know, we basically enact Jim Crow again. So it's interesting to see what they're going to do. But the, the, these Republicans that are now like, oh, you are Delta made a statement that said we disagree with everything you just did. Well, we're going to take your tax break away from you. And it's like, OK, but you also don't want Delta to leave. Right. I was going to say that it's also bad. Yeah, we're just I mean, they're just playing chicken with each other. So I don't know. It's interesting to me. Uh, I also have a story on state legislatures. Oh, and mine's in Utah, which we don't talk about that often. Mm-mm. And <clears throat> CBS News, Caitlin, O'Ca- Caitlin O'Can, um, I think we just had another article of hers. Um, and I clicked on it because the headline is Utah will require biological fathers to pay 50% of pregnancy costs. And I clicked on it because I wasn't sure if this is one of these fake bills that they put out for headlines, but then ultimately don't go anywhere like you have to get your wife's permission to get a vasectomy because it's generally um in response to a lot of the anti-abortion bills that are going through state legislators state legislature tours there's places where holy crap (laughs) where women have to give permission to get their men to get a vasectomy no, but that's generally a bill that some representative will bring in response to anti-abortion bills. Oh. So a wackadoodle you're like, Democrat will bring right. a wackadoodle bill to counter other wackadoodles right. to to bring when we have a wackadoodle off. Okay, got to, it. Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. And I'm so over. this is what this felt like to me. But it's a real bill that has been signed by the the governor. Yes. So the bill requires fathers to pay 50% of a mother's insurance premiums while she's pregnant and pregnancy-related medical costs, including hospital birth of the child that are not paid by another person. 
that are not paid by another person is kind of what does that mean does that mean if like she, your parents i mean i guess or that would like be my guess so if you are on husband? your parents well if you're on your parents insurance well yeah then i just thought it would say that's not covered by insurance you know what i mean well i guess the insurance premiums are not paid by another person i don't know they're obviously the bill is not linked in here so okay um if the paternity is disputed then the father owes no money until paternity is established then there is some abortion stuff in here because it is utah um if the mother receives an abortion without the father's consent he owes no money um unless uh, it's ne- um, necessary to avert. What's the death. point of getting the biological father's consent if she can have the abortion anyways? I guess then he doesn't have to. I don't know. I, I don't that, know it seemed it seemed weird. Yes. So Utah, they think, appears to be the only state to mandate the pre-birth support. Um, and basically the credit. So you're like, all right, I can see what this is. I, I see what you did here. You want to support women, perhaps single women or single moms. You want to you want to get those mm-hmm. babies. So we're going to help you pay for them, which is, you know, um, uh, there is a, a spokesperson from Planned Parenthood that points out that having abortion is still way cheaper than having a kid and raising it. But what else? Um, but the so the flip side then is this doesn't like if you have to sue to get this help um that is something that may be out of reach for some yeah i um, can see what they're trying to do i think this is this is dumb this is another this is a dumb piece of legislation because there's too many loopholes there's too many it's too complicated right and again and and the, the, the Planned Parenthood spokesperson says more than just like abortion is cheaper. It talks about that we yes, should, a, that was like 15 <laughs> Carmen's pro-abortion and loves to talk about, but it, it was like buried deep in the, in the, in the paragraphs it talks about that. The better alternative is, you know, expanding Medicaid, giving better ac- access to contraception, um, you know, passing universal health care. I mean, there's a lot of things here to help deal with the medical burden that these pregnant women are facing besides like again trying to can you imagine the billing nightmare of trying to figure out how this works for well that's the the last quote in here is the office of recovery service which collects child support in utah and she's like not sure how often this measure will actually be used um but they will try and collect it if it if they can well, and like, why does he have to, if he has health, if the biological father has health insurance, why does he have to pay the premium? Like then put the baby under him, like figure out whose insurance is better. Um, I don't know. It seems. Because it seems you don't insure the preborn. You only insure the mom. I get that. But then like now we're back to maybe she has a high deductible shitty healthcare plan and yeah. you have a good healthcare plan. But um, if you're not if you're not together, then you can't put her on your good health care plan. That is a good point, Zach. Totally. But then, like, does the dude then get to have a say in her health care decisions? If he's paying the bill? I, I mean, like, I, it's I, just I don't I don't know. 
Utah. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's not a it's not a good bill. It makes it makes everybody feel like they're doing something, and yet it's a shitty bill that does nothing. Well, and their state legislatures are filled with this type of yes <laughs> stuff where performative. It looks, it looks good on paper, and it would seem even better on a postcard. But yes, look what I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it actually just makes things way more muddy than they already are. Um, I also couldn't figure out why they talked about in this article about pregnant women being abused. Did you see this? Yes, because um, if if now you've given, well, you haven't given this man more power over her, but um, violence totally. tends to escalate. Intimate partner violence tends to escalate. escalate. Why can I not talk this morning? Um, during pregnancy. And if you're already being abused or if you're like trying to leave an abusive relationship yeah um, he has financial connection to you right and now is even more pissed than he, he can already use is. it to harass you if he's paying these bills um so i don't know if she says like i don't want him to pay for anything if the totally. state would intercede and and say that he has to or if he would sue to do that because like I, that also seems very complicated well like does utah still have the laws where you need somebody to like sponsor you to drink inside a bar you know this i think i don't i don't know that either i was like maybe utah should fix its drinking laws before we i think there's quite a few things that we could we could probably comb through utah we should make a list for utah i mean (laughs) what because we're tired of talking about south dakota oh yes yes it's done i need a lost cause i i need a break all right so since i'm getting my second covid shot yeah, it, it means yeah. my fancy little card is going to be filled out today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I had mentioned to you that I had seen that, you know, like Staples and Office Max are doing all the free laminating of your card. Yes. And it seems amazing. But obviously, my cell phone was listening to our conversation and came up with this article <laughs> from CNN that said you should think twice before laminating your vaccine card by Maura Minerva and Justin Lear. And it's almost like the headline should be, you should think twice about laminating your vaccine card, Zach. Yes, exactly. And the article overall doesn't say like, don't laminate your, your card, but it says like, make sure you're prepared to laminate your card. Like don't just willy nilly go out there and just throw some plastic on top of it. And so it lays out, um, some ideas to before you walk into Staples. Number one, double check your information. Make sure that if you're getting the two doses that you don't laminate it before you receive the second dose. Um, make sure that all the information, including your name, birthday, um, the location of the vaccine, all of that is actually accurate. I was like, oh, yeah, that makes, 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 sense. makes sense. I guess I would never take the time to think to like check out the, I would look at my name, but I would never like, oh, is the location spelled right? It talks about the importance of having a backup and their ideas of course, like take a picture of your, um, your card, then like make a copy of it. And I was like, okay, but aren't we afraid of like people making fake ones, but maybe we were not afraid of that. Maybe it's like when you have a passport, you're supposed to like take a picture of your passport before you leave or something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we're supposed to do that. 
then also make sure, and I think this is just good knowledge, that we all know what to do if our card gets damaged or lost. And it talks about going back to the vac- the provider of where you got the vaccine from. So the health care institution or, or location that you initially received it. If you don't know what that is, you can visit the CDC directory. But know that the CDC doesn't actually have any records of you receiving your vaccination. That is not their role. That is with the individual states and yada, yada, yada. Um, and then, of course, says that you don't have to laminate it. Some people are more pro-laminating than other people, but it's just important <laughs> that you have it and that you, you take good care of it. Because it seems like, I think everybody with a brain realizes this is going to be our ticket out of this hellhole, is our little teeny vaccination cards or whatever they come up with, like a, a vaccine passport per se or a vaccine card. So do you have yours in a safe place, Carmen? Right now it's it's uh, magneted to my refrigerator, okay. so I can just look by and and, and smile at it. I did like <laughs> some of the uh, I did like some of the advice in this article, even though I do not like the woman who gave the advice. And I think we probably could have found a different expert to tell us what to do. Doctor Lena Wen, not a fan. No idea. No idea. Um, I did like the taking a picture of it in case you lose the card and then email yourself a copy and then photographing it and putting it in the same place as your other important documents. I thought all of that sounded very responsible and maybe that is something I would do. Big fan now of emailing things to myself. Mm -hmm. Really don't can't lose it can access it from anywhere. Yep. That Gmail Uh, is going to be with me until death. I know. I can't imagine what's going to happen if Gmail ever goes away. Like back in the day when we used to have Hotmail or Yahoo or Mail.com. Excite. I had Excite AOL. Mail. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh gosh, please don't. And I, ever... and I guess I imagine it, it, something will come up better. Sorry. I don't know if that's the last email I'll ever have in my entire life, but. Well, um, probably it'll be because Bill Gates has put microchips in us. So we'll just. So then like, we would need it. Right? We won't need email anymore. We can just send it microchip to microchip, but. Kind of like airdrop. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. I kind of feel like my vaccine card, I'm going to get like one of those fireproof safes. Mm-hmm. The little briefcase ones that just carry yep. it with me everywhere I go. Nice, nice. Like it might even go to this, the next step of like the nuclear football and like handcuff it to myself. So anytime anybody asks me something, I can one, defend myself by smacking them and also just like undo it and have like it like firmly set inside the fireproof briefcase. I think you should think that through just a little bit more, but I I like, I like the concept. I like where you're going with that. Okay. I'm going to, I'll flush that out. I mean, like how to prevent chafing, you know, let's (laughs) start the the furry handcuffs. Oh, the furry handcuffs. Furry handcuffs. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, Well, this, my article, I actually picked for my sister. Hmm. Uh, it's from Vice News, so you know it's going to be good. Trump's war on John Bon Jovi could smash his empire <gasps> by oh, Greg Walters. No. And my sister is a big JBJ fan. Oh, is she? I could see mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we're halfway there. Ah. There you go, um, sir. Um. It's so, a picture of John Bon Jovi next. Yeah, to, just 
just living on a prayer in that yep. photo right there. Yep. So um, both President Trump and John Bon Jovi in 2014 were in the same battle to buy the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> and I believe I believe my friend Shannon is a Buffalo Bills fan. So random. she'll have to shoot me. Well, she's from she's from Buffalo. Oh, OK. Not random. Uh, yeah, that makes a little more sense. Um, yes. So. Yeah, so like the, you know, the AG's office is gathering up all of the financial records of the Trump uh, mm-hmm. organization and there is longtime CFO and um, the probe started after Michael Cohen testified in 2019. So there's a lot of moving layers. Parts. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of layers to this. But the best part is Trump versus Bon Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Trump was trying to raise the funds um, and then a group of Canadian investors teamed up with John Bon Jovi. I thought Trump to- was like a quadrillionaire. He had so much money. What did he need to raise money for? So weird. I agree. Mm. It's all the rich stay rich. They use other people's money. Oh, yeah, good point. Um, but so then there was like a vicious rumor that Bon Jovi and his Canadian backers were going to move the team to Toronto. <sighs> and that was part to like turn the local sentiment against the rock star and it worked like local bills fans were like absolutely not they declared their bars bon jovi free zones (laughs) (laughs) Uh, which is funny which is funny um and in the end trump did not get the bills and neither did bon jovi no and bon jovi later insisted that he never planned to take the bills out of buffalo and he called the whole thing scarring and he will never go back to the city of Buffalo. You will never see my face in Buffalo ever. I have knocked it off the map. <laughs> That's funny. So is like the reason that Bon Jovi is going to take Trump down because he did like shady business deals during. It sounds this- like, yeah, it sounds like it. The the whole like him gathering investors to go after this deal. So mm-hmm. this may be his eventual undoing. Yeah, to see whether or not the Trump campaign, the Trump company inflated its assets while attempting to score loans or insurance contracts um, and then deflated them when it came came time to pay taxes over their attempt to try and get the bills. Hmm. Weird forging your paperwork. Apparently it's a bad idea. No, no. Fucking Trump. Isn't it so nice that we don't have to talk about him on a daily basis? It's kind of boring. I'm not going to lie. It, yes, the news it is, it is, is both so nice boring. and boring. The news is wow. Yep. That's a lot. Um any any parting thoughts over there? No, I have no parting thought. I have oh, no I, I, I got one for us. Okay, good. Maybe I'll think of one. Have you seen the manufactured outrage over Joe Biden's leggings? No. You haven't? I have not. Apparently, Joe Biden wore like black fishnets some fishnet leggings with a cute little skirt and some like black pumps and just like strutted off of the airplane love it love everything about it the conservative media aka fox news has basically spent days calling joe biden a whore for wearing fishnets that the first lady shouldn't wear fishnets and how slutty she is you haven't seen this well that is just rude i have not Oh god! I've insulated myself. Well, thank God. I've only seen it on like a couple of like Facebook posts, and seen that like Tucker Carlson is upset about it, and 
Michael just mentioned that he read about it yesterday too. So I was like, it's so great. But did you hear what Joe Biden did on April Fool's Day? No, tell me. Are you not paying attention to Jill? I apparently I need to set an alert. I didn't know all of these things were happening. So she was on like an air the airplane, right? Doing something. <laughs> Who knows what she was doing? And you know, they travel with their staff and like the press course that's in the back of the plane always. Mm-hmm. Like they're the plane's divided. And Joe Biden dressed up like <laughs> as the flight attendant and put like a black wig on and had her mask on. <laughs> And handed out like food and served all of the journalists, all the entire press corps, like during the flight. She was their flight attendant. And (laughs) whenever they'd ask for water and do stuff, it was Joe Biden who was bringing it to them. And she called herself Jasmine. And at the end of the flight, she like lifted off her black wig and was like, hello, April Fools. And I was like, that is amazing. Do you know how fun that would be? Well, we talked about that during uh, the convention about how when we started learning about Jill, that she was a big prankster and that she would hide in the luggage thing. Yes. So when people like opened <laughs> the, the luggage bin, she'd scare them. Um, oh, that's so great. I'm sure the Secret Service was like, oh, my God. But can you imagine being <laughs> like as a journalist being bitchy to like the flight attendant or Excuse talking, smack, talking smack about the Bidens and here? Jill is just being your flight attendant. <laughs> I love everything about that. She's she's gonna be my new favorite. So those are my those that's are that's great. Favorite. Well, I will I will look up her leggings here. Yeah, set a Google um, alert for that. My goodness. All right, let's go to work. Mm. All right, bye. bye. Thank you for listening to our point stay up to date and for links of the articles that we discussed in this podcast join us on facebook and twitter at our point podcast if you have articles that you would like us to discuss feel free to tag us on facebook or twitter or you can also email us at our at gmail.com